Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to the Insane Things Podcast, where we run down the most insane things that happened this week. Things we've never seen before. Things the world or the country has never seen before. At least not in our lifetimes. This recession qualifies as that. This is the first time in documented American history, and I checked that a recession has ever been deliberately caused and the party that caused it admits this and takes credit for it. Folks, this is a milestone with the Democrats. We've never seen this before. They're openly telling you we deliberately slowed down the economy. We did it on purpose. We want economic growth to shrink and people to suffer. Okay, they didn't add that last part. But this has never happened before. Look, I, I, you know, it's possible that Barack Obama, maybe is another president I'm thinking of, could have fallen in this category. But even he didn't admit, hey, our policy is to slow growth, to slow capitalism, to do whatever we can to throw a monkey wrench into the works to stop this thing. And the thing is, almost no one caught it. That's because the news media was so entranced by the other thing we've never seen before. A presidential administration trying to get out of having caused a recession by simply changing the definition of said recession. It was so bizarre that everybody paid attention to that, but missed the first ever economic admission by a political party, by political leaders, that they deliberately slowed the economy. And that that's good. Shrinking is good. This was the clip of the week. It is the single most insane economic thing I've ever heard. It's from Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. You probably heard the front end of this clip this week with her denying that it's a recession. That was shocking. But the back end of the clip is even more so. And almost everybody cut it off, including me on Monday. I missed it the first time. I didn't catch it till I listened to it again. Listen to her say, this is not a recession because we did it deliberately. This is a transition. Slowing growth was on purpose and it's good. This is not an economy that's in recession, but we're in a period of transition in which growth is slowing and that's necessary and appropriate so 
there is a slowdown and businesses can see that and that's appropriate. By the time the recession was declared by sane people who can do math, all the key Biden administration officials were repeating it, including Brian Deese, the chairman of Joe Biden's Economic Advisory Council and Biden's chief economic advisor. Well, we're certainly in a transition and we are seeing slowing as we all would have expected. Nope, I didn't misunderstand Yellen at all. We're in a transition. Slowing the growth is part of that. Here's the thing, though. They bizarrely referred to this as slowed growth. It's not. It's negative growth. It's the shrinking of the economy. It's the shredding and destruction of production, of capitalism, of jobs, of all of it. But they wouldn't acknowledge that part. But the important part is they're saying, look, this is expected. We, we, this is what we want. We have never before seen anybody, any administration admit we want to slow growth. We want to destroy capitalism, which leads us to insane thing number two. The Wall Street Journal declaring not a recession, but stagflation. We haven't seen stagflation since the 1970s. That financially is a bombshell. So while the rest of the media is pretending this is a run-of-the-mill recession, the Wall Street Journal made it real in a piece called The Biden Stagflation Arrives. Mr. Biden inherited a growing economy primed to roar back from the pandemic and in barely a year and a half has dragged America back to the 1970s, they write. The best word for what we have now is stagflation, the ugly combination of slow growth and rapidly rising prices. That's what the policy mix of trillions in federal spending, heavy regulation and threat of higher taxes and easy money has wrought time to do the opposite. Instead, this is insane thing number three. Congress is doubling down and preparing to go on another massive spending binge. Folks, let me put this in perspective for you. Do you remember TARP? TARP was the biggest spending bill in history. It was a little less than $800 billion at the time. The outrage of it over it was so great, it spurred the creation of the Tea Party. As people alarmed and terrified at the idea of spending almost a trillion dollars in one fell swoop, reacted. Folks, do you realize we have a TARP every other quarter now? I mean, that's literally where we're at. Sometimes more. We just had a trillion dollar infrastructure bill in the fall and they like to now within every six months outside the federal government spend about a trillion dollars well the cover story for this one it's really brilliant is that they're going to do tax increases you see and so it's all paid for but there's an asterisk it'll take us 10 years to recoup the taxes to pay for this and we're not going to recoup them because every time you raise taxes the revenue into the treasury goes down because it squelches economic activity so this money not only won't come in for a decade, it won't ever come in at all. That's the difference. It's an accounting trick. What does this mean? At a bottom line, even if the money were to come in over the decade, they've got to print it all right now. In other words, what they're doing is preparing for another round of massive printing right now. The money gets printed now. The tax money comes in over 10 years. It's a scam. Now, remember... What caused the current price increases? It was printing $2 trillion more for the American Rescue Act. And then in the fall, a trillion dollars more after that. That was in 2021, right? So that's what caused the prices we're seeing now. So we're talking about doing a third of that printing again. Folks, we're never going to escape this inflation. 
And I'm not the only one saying so. Economist and professor Brian Bamberg from King's College said the exact same thing. In the midst of stagflation, (laughs) these guys want to spend more money, a trillion dollars this week in money that passed the Senate and that is proposed by Schumer and Manchin. This is insane. We got into stagflation because of overspending and all of this green new nonsense. And now we're going to do more of it coming out of D.C., that is a recipe to take what you saw today and extend it for months to come, Stuart. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That was on Fox News. And Professor Bamberg wasn't alone. Representative Scott Fitzgerald forecast the same thing. This near trillion dollar bill and the orgy of printing that will follow is going to cause more of the problems we already have with inflation. Don't forget, we're raising the interest rate to deal with inflation this week as we plan to create more with the printing press. Here's Representative Scott Fitzgerald talking to Carly Shimkus. So if this bill passes, what happens to the economy and when will we feel those effects? Yeah, the Wall Street Journal nailed it. I mean, basically what they're describing is what, unfortunately, Schumer and Manchin have now cut a deal on, which is to pour more cash into the economy It's simply going to have the opposite effect. We're going to see inflation go right through the roof. And then later on, they're going to say, well, it was worth it because it was under the guise of the uh, environment and doing better when it comes to the environment. And I think it's going to show up in November when uh, people go to the polls. Unfortunately, if it passes, it'll show up in your grocery bills first. This grotesque monstrosity of a bill, by the way, is unironically named the Inflation Reduction Act. But here's the best part, the total punchline. One of the mainstream media reporters in the press gaggle actually asked Biden's spokesflack, Corrine Jean-Pierre, um, y'all say this will reduce inflation. Like, what's your source on that? Here's her answer. I'm wondering um, where the White House sought assurances that the tenets of that legislation would in fact lower inflation? Uh, I mean, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to get into uh, uh, specifics or into negotiations. Here, let me level with you. This is where we are. We're in the looting phase that follows the coup. When there's a coup in countries, it's been going on uh, since Roman times. One of the ways you get the soldiers to fight is you let them loot afterward. Well, that used to be by, you know, through throughout more modern times, smashing the windows, taking everything you could grab. Now we do it with the printing press. They're looting after the coup they used to seize the presidency. They've been looting ever since they got in office. And Jerome Powell, the head of the Federal Reserve, his key job is to help them. They've helped them loot in two ways. First, Chairman Powell and Janet Yellen and all the rest spread out to assure us that inflation was transitory. That 
was to buy them enough time to pass Build Back Better. That would have been four to five trillion more. Thank God that didn't pass. And the trillion dollar infrastructure package to give them cover. That's why they made such a big deal of telling us the inflation was transitory. They weren't stupid uninformed or confused what they were saying is no 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 this inflation no big deal we can totally pass the infrastructure bill and and print a trillion dollars more in fact the total for the looting this is in addition to the federal budget three trillion dollars more printed that's an obscene amount this is why everything in the mainstream media in recent months has been geared to will we have a recession oh it's a recession shock face to convince you, ah, it's just a run-of-the-mill recession. It's not a big deal. It's not a thing. So for the Wall Street Journal to break ranks and say, no, this is stagflation. This is way beyond a typical recession. That's why they're all geared toward happy face, toward downplaying, because they want, Congress wants, the elites, the globalists in Congress, one more hit, one more round on the cardboard in the drug house. And they want the $700 billion. No, no, no. The inflation won't go away. So they have long enough to get the thing passed. So this is what they're doing now. Now they're denying the recession, the very same people. And what else are they doing? Chairman Powell is raising interest rates to tame the inflationary rate just enough to let Congress have the cover to go on another looting. I mean, spending spree. It defies fundamental economic principles and the mission of the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates into a recession. Yet that is exactly what they are doing to buy Congress time for one more hit. Basically where our U.S. Congress is right now is in, and I'm not, I'm not joking, such a frenzied state of addiction to this printing press of utter financial moral debauchery that they're akin to a drug addict in the final stage of addiction where they've given up on living on ever returning to a normal life and they're laying on a piece of cardboard in a drug house hoping just to get that one more hit maybe two before they die before the country goes down that's where they are. They're not even planning to keep it all together. They're just trying to get that one more hit on the treasury. And everything about American life, all of it is now geared toward getting Congress that one more hit. The printing comes first before the existence and survival of the country, before anything. Which leads us to insane thing number four, Joe Biden's reaction to the recession. I looked and I couldn't find a record of any president ever simply denying the existence of a well-documented recession. But he did in a bizarre press conference that also has no precedent. He first listed off all the people who agree with him that this isn't a recession. They all either work for him or they're unnamed bankers somewhere who he claims agree with it. Both Chairman Powell and many of the uh, um, uh, significant uh, banking personnel and economists say we're not in a recession. Then it got really bizarre. He repeated that this is in fact not a recession, 
Then he shuffled off without taking a single question from the media about this historic recession. Just gaffed them off and answered no questions. That doesn't sound like a recession to me. Thank you very much. The message to the American people, you're on your own. The big guy doesn't care. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 